0: Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito Com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Thiefstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void where prohibited. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Com.
1: is going on, Sunspans? Justin here, and with me as always are my podcasting partners, Paul.
2: Hey, Wordle's fun, man. Fuck you. Right. and Dan. Yeah, second that. Fuck off, dude. It's Wordle.
1: <laughs> hey, and hey, welcome hey, to boy, the guy welcome to man. the podcast of optimism. <laughs> welcome to this episode of Fanning the Flames, the OG optimism is different than Phoenix friendly, Suns podcast that is made for the fans. That's you guys by the fans. That is us. Of course, you can give me a follow on Twitter. I'm at Sosa's J Paul. And your vision of World. And Dan, what do you have for us this week?
2: Uh, I would like to shout out at Buffalo Trace Whiskey. And I would like to shout out at Michelob Ultra for unofficially sponsoring tonight's podcast. And providing beverages.
1: And at Sunders Dunks. Oh, I tried. Uh, I tried. Yeah,
0: I <laughs> tried.
2: I tried. That kind of I, that came out of left field, like. Don't know what you mean by that, but don't lie. Don't lie. Just say it. Look, look, man, look. If you have at, some kind of deal, at, if at... you have some kind of deal with our listeners. That's on you, buddy. You shout it's them true. out. I'm, I it's will true. It's true. No, no such it's thing. It's
1: true. And 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 is loyal listener. Did did DM me uh, after I had said last episode. If anybody actually listened to this, Dan will shout you out on on the next episode. I, I, I oversold because hey,
0: God, look, God hey. knows
1: Dan doesn't do anything we want him to do. Cool, cool Listen, guy. All Sunderus. you do is
0: oversell and under Oh, and he Dan said is That counted.
1: That
2: counted. Cool, cool guy, that, that guy. guy. No, it didn't. It I didn't did. at him. It cool counted. guy, that guy. Oh, but just,
1: I'm going to cut sorry, this up, buddy.
2: Like I I will not do that. I will not follow. Dan, what no. does
1: a basketball player do when they throw the ball through the hoop with aggression?
2: they throw a wham bam slam <laughs> damn you
1: okay where were we
2: <laughs> pod is at
1: fan the flames nba and of course intro and outro music provided by park and main check them out over at park i think that's our website and make sure whatever pod form you listen on to subscribe rate review do all that fun stuff gentlemen gentlemen dan dan's head's down I don't know what's going on. oh well, there he is Suns coming I off of three tonight, the second end of a back to back, and they win in Philly. How we feeling, boys? Oh, let's just let's just start right there. How we feeling? Because I had a hell of a lot of fun tonight. I don't know about you guys.
2: I mean I went from six to midnight a couple times tonight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> visit mean, grandma? It, down yeah, no, I didn't I haven't visited grandma yet, um, but I, I will before uh before the uh clock strikes midnight on in arizona um no dude it was fucking great i was getting ready to text you guys because they were down 14 and i'm like damn second out of a back-to-back they went ice cold to start the third to start start taking the second half and i'm like this just it's a schedule loss you know shit happens and bead was making everything um maxi is a hell of a player man that's a that like they got something there like i know they're missing i love Tyrese maxi Tyrese Maxi is a hell of a ball player and he was playing with his hair on fire. Um, but, you know, Javel McGee was amazing again tonight and Devin Booker running out of words to say about that guy. And of course, McGill Bridges had his big homecoming, man. He, he was, he was solid. Um, he had about 16 to 20 friends and family. I know his girlfriend was there. It was a big night for him and he really showed out. So, Um, jay crowder with the line of the night oh hey look at that look at that two minutes first interruption of the episode (laughs) Um, uh, yeah jay crowder zero points and like 15 rebounds which was awesome Uh, but you know again one of those games that i just did not expect to win but you know last five minutes of the game within five points what's this team gonna do all they do is win 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 baby
1: Yes, sir. And and you know, to to Jay's credit, because yeah, the, the the shooting was clearly not there for him tonight. He's he struggled this year most most of the time, which has uh, been not great to see. But at the same time, I I like to think it just means he saved all the good ones for the stretch run in the playoffs. That's it. Uh, but but he came up down the stretch too with a huge defensive play on 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 um, Joel Embiid. Not not so much a play, but just. He was on him one-on-one. Joel yep. uh, tried to take him to the to the hoop. Jay stayed with him, forced him into a tough shot that he missed. Um, and then, you know, you mentioned Book. I, I think my, my, my favorite moment of the game was when Book held his last free throw pose for, I don't know, about six seconds after it went through. Like, the lane was clear. Players were pretty much to the bench, <laughs> and he's still standing there holding the pose. I'm like, you know what? I think he's See why still people holding might it not is. might not like him, but you know what? I fucking love it. Yeah, he might still be holding it right now. God only knows. But, you know, good for him, man, because he's he's always he's always played with a chip on his shoulder. He's always played emotionally. But I feel like the outside of the discussions he has with officials, he wasn't very demonstrative a lot of the time. And he's been doing this kind of whole holding the pose a little bit recently. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm digging it as kind of his thing.
0: Right. I'm digging it he really He really likes to show out against uh, those hostile um crowds on on the East Coast, like the Phillies, the New Yorks, the even the Chicagos, Bostons. It just they plan to get in a hostile environment that's actually hostile like like not just hostile a lack of baseball, uh crowd. It, it really gets them up. Yeah, it's hostile.
1: Is it a hostile environment? No, Look, man,
2: I, I all I know is I spent a Sunday morning at 9 a.m., maybe 11 a.m., watching Booker find some type of fucking, you know, inspiration, talking shit to a Detroit fan base and, and <laughs> going back and forth with Kid Cunningham. That's all you need to know about Book. He's going to find a way – to make it personal or make it I mean, you saw it last night, you know, I, somebody yelled at him and said, hey, book, you you, you got the ugliest one, <laughs> which,
1: first which is of all, just is that actually
2: incorrect? Yeah, incorrect.
1: Yeah. Let's let's not be um,
2: stupid, people. And, and second of all, like, just uh, OK, guy, you know, let me let me drop 38 on you, you know.
1: What it's a terrible same. insult, by the way. Right? Oh, hey, supermodel. supermodel
0: girlfriend sucks.
2: <laughs> you're su- the, the one who's officially a supermodel is the ugliest one.
0: Cool story,
2: bro. And cool then, like story. you know, he, he decides to flex by dropping a 12 minute YouTube video about his sick ass house uh um, yeah. today. Yeah. So there's that. So I don't think anybody can rattle book. I mean, I'm like I said, man, I'm I'm running out of words. For him, he's, he's fucking killing it. I don't, like, it sucks that they don't look at him as an MVP candidate. And even if they did, he's probably losing votes to to Chris Paul. And I get it because Chris Paul is amazing, right? I you uh, get it? Yeah, this one, this I actually get because it Just makes sense. sense. We now um, need that clarification <laughs> since we've... <laughs> Uh, I should say I understand. I understand why, you know, he he would be losing that. But at the same time, man, you know, everybody wants to jump on uh, Jokic and and Embiid and rightfully so. And then you you got everybody that's like with this player and that player. And this player should be in – John Morant should be in the MVP. Why? Because he scores 30 a game. Guess what? Who else scores 30 a game? Devin fucking Booker. And that's his new middle name. I'm sorry. I know Armani's your your, your, – Government name book, but it's Devin Fucking Booker. That's your his government
1: name. name. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's not that's a, a wrong
2: description. description. Like, yeah. I just feel like it's a
1: feel like given name. I mean, whatever. Sorry, it's government. It just it struck me as odd. That's all. That's it's all not, not odd. De-
2: so so so, Speaking- so Devin Fucking Booker is not only also averaging thirty points a game in I don't know like the last fifteen games, but. He plays for the best fucking team in the league. And, yes, it's the Phoenix Suns are the best fucking team in the league. There I said it. And, no, I'm not giving credit to Espo because, again, I'm not going to sit here and scream that the sky is blue and people don't get to call me a genius. Sorry, Espo. I love you. But well, you're just saying You facts. also curse. You also curse. It's, yeah, yeah, it's a cursed. different yeah. phrase.
1: Yeah, it was a Sorry. different phrase, too. So
2: Sorry, you know, PHNX isn't allowed to curse. I, I asked for I don't no know. such permission. I asked for no such permission from Dave King. Sorry, Dave King.
1: I don't know what's happening I right will, now. I
2: will just curse on my own.
1: <laughs> so what were you just talking about before you went on that tangent somehow? Dude,
2: that's awesome, dude. Nothing. Yeah, he, just books so amazing. Let's, that's it. Let's let's period. Let's, I,
1: I wanna I wanna go down a path that uh Exemplifies what's what's wrong with the world outside of the city of Phoenix, right? And and I'm just gonna read a quote to you guys, and I I just want I just want some reaction. Mm. And I, I I won't bury the lead here. It's from Shaq, and people listening, I'm sure know exactly where I'm going with this. You guys probably do, but I just need to read it because it's just so god awful in in its complete lack of logic sense any sort of basketball knowledge whatsoever that it's almost fun to read. You know, like, like, like you can't help, but look at a bug after you
2: squash it type thing. I, that's yeah, kind of like about reading this. Kind of like when Kendrick Perkins says that Jason is a top five NBA player, that kind of exactly
1: Things like that. Precisely. It just, you just can't help but read it. Cause it gets your blood blood flowing. Right. So, okay. I'll, I'll read this quote from Shaq quote. They ain't got nobody that scares you. Listen, Phoenix is like Utah to me. Ugh. He didn't say ugh. That was that was me. Got a lot of good players. But some of those players can be punked now. End quote. Gentlemen, reaction. How about you first,
0: Paul? I don't know what he's talking about.
1: <laughs> Fair. Okay, Dan.
2: I don't know. Paul's
1: frozen. That's fantastic. No, I'm not. Oh, there he is. (laughs) Yeah, you were. No,
0: I wasn't. Were you really done? I I wasn't done. I don't know what...
1: Okay, so Paul's not done. Then why'd you stop talking for so long if you weren't frozen? Jesus Christ, just talk. I don't know what... Oh, go ahead. Paul, go ahead. Okay. I don't know what Paul... Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Paul, if you were not done talking, please go ahead. Just... You don't have to, like...
2: Create an eruption for
1: yourself.
0: Did you not so. hear me ask? Aren't we are we not still the second best defense in the league? No, I'll, I'll no. all will okay, you. Okay, then I will throw this. you know what? You
2: got me too because
0: I really thought because I know, hadn't I moved know. either,
2: so I wasn't uh, sure. Yeah, I, could I, hear I change, didn't see me. I legit okay. thought you just said I don't know, and then you were done because no. I didn't hear that either. Yeah, see, see, you, you go. Okay. I, gotta, I, okay, I gotta go collect my thoughts real quick while you sound off because. I'm kind of pissed off about these comments.
0: Okay, well,
2: something okay. to look forward
0: okay. to. I, I'm I, I'm I'm scared. But anyway, um, yeah, I I really don't know where like what he's talking about that we our guys can get punked. Did he elaborate on that at all, or was it just a end quote? We have guys who can get punked.
1: To be to be honest, I have not listened to the entire segment. I've read about it, so he might have. Okay. He might have. I, I. But I'll say I highly doubt he like was like like so and so can get punked. Who?
0: Who? I mean, who on our team can get punked? We're the second best defense in the league. Like, yeah, we can shut down everybody. We've got this second best net rating in the league. So even if we on a given play get punked, we. St- we're still going to win. We're 44 and 10.
2: And
1: I kind of look at, okay, I look at like punked as, as like, we've got a bunch of soft dudes on our team. And, right. and I would, I would challenge anybody to like walk up to Chris Paul or Devin Booker and, and be like, you know what? You get punked a lot. and see how yeah. that goes.
0: Right. And I feel like it, that would be insane. The other thing to me is, is like the Utah jazz haven't gotten out of the second round. Oh,
1: we didn't, even, yeah, I haven't even looked yeah. The, the Utah we made it Jazz the comparison finals is gross. last year and
0: we came back and were better. The Utah Jazz haven't made in the second round and they hate each other. So fuck off on that noise.
1: Yeah, like where where does the comparison come in at all? Because we have a good defensive, a great defensive center, and we have a scoring shooting guard. I mean if you're going to compare those, our, our, our three, our big three, to their quote-unquote big three, if you call Mike Connolly part of that big three, I'm sorry. like That's not a comparison either. How are we like, oh.
0: The See, only I'm interjecting my own that, thoughts.
1: Gentlemen, continue.
0: The only thing I can think of in a way to compare us to the Jazz is we're successful teams who don't have really have top ten players.
2: Mm-mm, no, that's bullshit too. I know it's
0: bullshit, but I mean, if like you take those national rankings of who the players are, I don't think either of our teams technically have top 10 players. We have like 11, 12, 13, but never – okay, Dan, go. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Actually,
1: no, I want to hear this from Paul. So, Paul, I mean, rattle off the 10. That would be in front of them right now. Never mind. He's frozen again. (laughs) Dan, go ahead.
2: (laughs) He is – and it looks really weird right now. And it's I really, really off-putting. She didn't freeze
1: like that. It's super yeah. off-putting.
2: Oh, there oh, he
1: God, is. Thank God.
2: <laughs> Look, man, I don't... <clears throat> if that was the case, Paul, I, I, you could hear other nationally... Other national media saying that. And that's not the case. I know Bobby... Mar- or oh, who, um, Bobby who was it? Not Bobby Marks. Who's the other bald guy? Um, Hollinger. Hollinger wrote that piece, right? about how they Mm. don't have a bonafide, a tier one star, or whatever that BS is. But my answer to that that is Shaq is the only dumbass that's saying stupid shit. Like, oh, this team has people that can be punk. This team has, you know, they don't scare me. They're the Utah Jazz. And I want to call out, I don't know if it was Michelle Beadle. I know you guys mentioned that before we started recording. I don't know if it was Michelle Beadle, but if it is, Good on her because when he made that quote, he's like, "Now you're just being disrespectful." This team was in the finals last year. They came back better, and they're the best team in the league, right? So I don't know if Shaq is just either bitter or trying to prove a point, or he doesn't like the Suns, or he just wants to be that. He wants to be that guy that just says outlandish shit like Stephen A. does when you know, like when Stephen A. talks yeah. about a Anything? certain player on a different football team and how they let down the team that lost, even though he was on the winning team, some stupid shit like that. Right. Because <laughs> <clears throat> he does that quite often. Or he says that Shohei Otani can't be the face of baseball because he doesn't speak English. Yeah. Different discussion for that, a different was... day. E. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like that's what it is. Cause he said it. I mean, he said it on the, on the broadcast last Tuesday. Right. And the, the shitty part about it is he influences other writers because last Tuesday when they played, I believe, was it – when they played the Jazz last Tuesday? They played somebody last Tuesday that they beat. Um, I don't think it was the We're, Jazz. All
0: the wins just kind of blend together, don't they? Right? Yeah,
2: they, they do. <laughs> I mean, I remember the losses more because there's so few of them. But um, it, was right, it was Dallas. They beat Dallas last Tuesday. Um, so – My thing with Shaq is he says these this outlandish shit, and he said it last Tuesday when he was like something along the lines of, "Oh yeah, no, the the Suns aren't the favorite in the West; it's the Warriors, right? Because of how they move the ball, they move the ball so well." And he said that, and before the broadcast, Candace Parker said something along the lines of, "Yeah, you know, the Suns are the best; they're the best team in the West. You know, yada yada yada, so on and so forth." And then after the game. She said some stupid shit along the lines of, "Oh, until the the Warriors have the crown, until somebody until they it from yeah. them." Are you fucking kidding me? Like, so the crown was taken ex- from them two seasons ago. Yeah, so it's, to a certain extent, Shaq influences others, especially somebody is you know, uh, somebody like Candice Parker, who is who's you know, she's a very not that far removed from being a WNBA player, and she's kind of new is to the media. Still
0: too. a WNBA player.
2: If she, yeah, uh, uh, she is. yeah she's sorry, still active. Yeah, but yeah, so she's she's very, you know, she's influenced easily.
1: So when he says some because shit, because she's said, not a, because she's not a regular media member, so it's like is she she's not used to kind of having that type of exactly and and voices around her. Gosh. Regular
0: media members
2: like us. So it gets
1: re- <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's, it's stand it's, strong in their laurels no matter what.
2: So it's just, it's really weird when Shaq says some really dumb shit like that. And it makes no goddamn sense. And the other guy that was on the podcast, he was like, oh yeah, yeah. He like started agreeing with them right away. And I'm like, do you know what the fuck you're talking about, guy? Again, hey guys. Hey, everybody, uh, media outlets. Okay. Hey, right here. I'm unemployed. Somebody hire me if these are the fucking takes that are being put out there. Please. And who watches
1: it. and who watches mouth?
2: I'll do it for half. Watch, I don't watch. Yeah, I'll watch my mouth. I will. See? I'll even See? be nice.
0: Exactly. I'll even be nice. You'll do it for half of whose salary. Shacks. Any of them.
2: Shacks? Any That's, of any them. Any of dude. them,
1: yeah. dude. Any he's of talking them
2: about <laughs> Who's um, half.
1: Hey, how about, how about the, also the fact Ugh. that that very same broadcast that you're talking about, I think it was before the game, was when Shaq was talking about how Book should have been a starter, let alone you know whether he's an all-star. So it's like... No, dude, it was, it like, was
2: after, was which was even it more... Was at, after, dude, that's
1: right, because before they he was did saying, the interview hey, with before, him. Yeah, that's right. Well, I guess, see, Ugh. again, say it to his face. Shaq didn't even want to say it via video conference. Video <laughs> conference? God, it worked too much.
2: It just so reminds got- me of all, it reminds me of all the weirdos on Twitter that talk all kinds of shit on there, right? And then like, hey, you meet them or you see them at a game, and hey, what's up, guy? And they're like, oh, hey, what's up, man? I'm nice to finally meet you. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, not so tough now, huh? Because you know I'll beat your ass. Kind of, kind of the same thing.
1: That's how the first conversation between Dan and I went. It was really awkward, <laughs> really awkward. I was like, whoa, man, I don't know about this, but. Definitely not.
0: Truce, truce, truce. Actually, I'm pretty sure you were playing the part that Dan just said.
1: <laughs> I was, I was ready to fight Dan. Yep. No, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I don't I think, think so, but. Yeah, okay. that doesn't make sense at all. I'm a lover, <laughs> not a fighter. I'm the moderator. Paul. You I lose feel enough like money
0: in Vegas, I feel, you, you, I feel you, like you change your personality a little
1: bit. I don't know what that means, but we're <laughs> going to move on. Okay. Because Please I feel do. like Paul, Paul, no, because I feel like Paul would explain more. And I feel like he shouldn't. I feel like he shouldn't. He <laughs> shouldn't. <laughs> that reaction actually concerns me some. <laughs> Paul. Yes. As I just take the floor away from you, I, I I know you have something on your mind. I don't know what else to say besides whatever you're gonna say. I'm sorry, and I have no knowledge or any say whatsoever in what's about to be spilled over our airwaves, <laughs> Paul. Right, I'm mute so, myself. It's all you.
0: All right, thanks, Justin. Um, this as will I. I. I I got angry this weekend at um, our boss. Uh, uh, one, Mr. Dave King. <laughs> I know he's listening, so here you go, Dave. I told I told you I wasn't done
2: with you yet. Um, um, to clarify, not our boss, your boss. I, I am not employed by this podcast. I just I just am screaming into a mic. Yeah.
0: See, he'll do it for even less than half. Apparently,
2: only with you guys. But if it's a giant national media, I, I want half. Okay. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay. But a- anywho, so. Dave King hosted an episode of the solar panel. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Justin B. on mute not. Jesus home.
1: Christ, man. Just get it and spit it out. Spit it out okay. already.
0: D- Dave King hosted an episode of the solar panel this weekend <laughs> where the title of the episode was Did the Hawks Expose the Suns? No. <laughs> Even when he tried to. Couch that and change it to, did the Hawks expose a weakness of the Suns? No! The Hawks just shot the fucking shit out of the ball and the Suns didn't. They shot 50% from three. Their average is like 35%. The Suns shot 29% from three. Their average is 36%. And the Suns' average defending the three is 33%. You mix all that shit together... If everybody had shot their averages, the Suns would have won the fucking game. It was an abnormal game with some hot shooting on one side and some not so hot shooting on the other side. Nothing was exposed there. It was just they made some contested shots and the Suns didn't. There is nothing to expose in that game. And on top of that, we're 44 and fucking 10 losses have to happen somewhere facts just because you lose a game doesn't mean a weakness is exposed in you so sorry dave (laughs) there you go
2: Do know what you will you know i'll I'll say this because i i i I like the point you're you're because everybody and i mean i i used to do this a lot more than i do this season you guys know this i'd lose my shit after a loss right
0: um don't not oh, so yeah. much anymore. You, t- you speak losses into existence. That
2: was always fun. No, that was when we were losers. No longer. Okay. <laughs> you, you, you were speaking losses to existence last year, too. Yeah, but Good we sir. weren't we weren't we weren't in the final God damn it, Paul. Let me make my point. Um everybody wants to know why, right? Um, and I'm I'm like I texted the group that night and I was like, fuck. I was like, you know what? Yeah, throw your arms up, be like shit. Like, dude, if you're not gonna fucking miss. Whatever, like you can have it, you can have the win, yeah. And you know, in the middle of you know, in the, in the middle of uh, the beginning of February, I guess it was. Um, that's fine. Uh, my thing is, you'd be hard pressed. You're you're more you're more likely to find a chubby bunny out in the wild <laughs> than have a team shoot like that four to seven times in a playoff series. Even the fucking Warriors aren't going to do that. So. To your point, Paul, no, they didn't expose a weakness. It's also that's, really hard to lose when you shoot 50% from three, period. That's does no matter the, which, who the team is. Uh, which, which again, I think you just reiterated my point. Thank yep. you, though. Um, but, yes, you know, it, it, it's it's just it's an anomaly. It happens. Sometimes you're like, you know, shit happens. A dog's, you know, the, the sun shines on a dog's ass every once in a while, like they like to say.
1: A broken Half clock time. is right twice
2: a day. Yeah, that 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 too, but not you don't as like colorful. That one as much? Not as not as colorful, you know, because it's like that's that's you're better than that, you know. I mean, it's reliable. Similarly, it, it is. I'll give you that. But Maybe no, man, I'm I'm right I'm right there with you. Like it's it's shitty. It happened, and then guess what? The very next game, they blitzkrieg fucking Washington until our third string. Couldn't and score then, ten and then
0: points. The Bulls until our fucking third string gave up 12 points in a
2: minute and a half. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm not worried about it, man. And you know what? And I'm it's to it's defend Dave a little bit. Um you know, you gotta you gotta talk about something, right? And if, if the team's always winning and then they lose, I, I, I you gotta you gotta look I uh, know you get it. You made it <laughs> very clear. It. Very many times you get it. no but you know you you try and look at you try and dissect these things and you try and look at them because i mean even burns and gambo were doing the same thing seeing oh you know is this could this pop up in the playoffs it it, could it yes is it likely probably not because again shooting 55 50 for three point uh range it's it's not something that's gonna happen especially in the playoffs when the game really slows down and you know, defense really takes over, which is where this team seems to thrive. Because even at the end of that game, if it weren't for Trey Young, again hitting an anomaly three pointer where he just picks up the ball and throws it up and it goes in, they might win that game, dude. Because they were they were Atlanta didn't know what the fuck to do when the Suns put the fucking clamps on well, in and, those last and, couple minutes.
1: And and that's the thing about that 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 game um was you have a team that shoots 50% from three. I think they finished like forty-eight on percent yeah, it was We're going it was into eight, the fourth 20, quarter. 40. Was it 50? Was it right on? Okay. It was
2: 49.8, um, I believe.
1: They, they went into the fourth shooting 55% from three. I mean, when you have a team shooting like that, you expect that to be a big, big loss, right? I mean, that's an easy, easy 15, 20 point loss when you, when you, when you see a team, shoot not only well above its own average, but beyond what you expect to see in any NBA game, period. And this is something, actually, I was talking, give these guys a little shout really quick. I was on the He's on Fire podcast the other night. Oh, we're going to get to them. Good group of guys. Okay, <laughs> we're going to get to them. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I'm not aware of what's going to go on here, but... uh uh, regardless of what Dan says at some point here on this episode, uh, good group of guys. Give them a follow on Twitter. Great, great, great group, great group of guys. On by the way. Fire Pod. Oh well, okay, um, all right. But we're talking about this very point. And that's look, the Suns still had a chance to win the game at the end there. And if it, there was there was they got that steal and there was a weird turnover where they gave it right back and and then Trey uh, Trey Young hit that three like you were saying, Dan. But they still had a shot, even though the Hawks were shooting the way they were. And and at the end of the day, if you start talking about, well, could this happen in the playoffs? Theoretically, sure, anything can happen yes. in the playoffs. But if if a team managed to just go crazy and shoot like that four games against the Suns and beats them. OK, but it's not going to fucking happen that. Also, can I just ask really quickly, Paul, we talked about this before we started recording. You say something about Excel spreadsheets. I heard nothing Excel spreadsheet worthy in any of that little <laughs> rant. <randomness. laughs>
2: oh, that's fucking fantastic.
1: No, I seriously want to know, what's on these spreadsheets of yours? I, I knew it. It was exactly what I thought it was, Dan. You know what I'm talking
0: about. Yeah, yeah. Porn. Oh. So... No, actually, what was on the spreadsheet oh. was I took their actual percentages, like their averages, and I was like, if they shot their average, what would the final score have been? Well, if it, the Suns would have won by one, not counting mm-hmm. time time at the end of the uh uh you know free throws because of trying to get extra possessions. Mm.
2: Just just raw data. Gotcha. Gotcha. Data.
0: You, yep. you you didn't have any. You didn't have not any not not 10. accounting
2: not accounting for variable change. I we get it.
1: You. So you're giving okay. us
2: nothing, really. Yep. I mean, <laughs> might as well just read some 436 stats while you're at it. Oh, God, don't get me fucking started on per 36 again, dude. Please don't. Oh, well, hey, let me th- – r- real oh. quick, before we move on, I want to talk about this He's on Fire podcast. First of all, um, uh, what's his name? Coach Evan, right? Yeah. Evan, um, B. Coach yeah. Evan B. Coach uh, Evan B. Actually, he was actually one of my favorite follows before I got through my Twitter account cool dude. Um, very much a centrist. Like he's in the middle. Doesn't fucking yep. does. He's, you know, he's not like, you know, he's, he's very fair with his takes, which, which I appreciate a lot, especially because there's a lot of douchebags on Twitter, as you guys know, and is well documented. Um, so well I listened. Documented. <laughs> I, you hang I out with
1: lawyers too much, bro. I,
2: I listened. <laughs> um, great job, by the way, represented as well. Um, oh, thank you. Interesting podcast. I, I, a couple things. Um, uh, you know, don't have to really worry about it because, you know, he, he he said the trigger words. I don't know if it was him or one of his partners, but somebody said Jason Tatum. And then they were like, Damanis Sabonis would be great with him. And I'm like, I almost drove off the side of the road. You guys know how I feel about Jason Tatum. Um, but my, my thing is, and, and it, it kind of irritates me because I hear this a lot. Why the fuck does everybody want to bring back Goran Dragic? Okay. And Justin, I'm going to call you out a little bit because you're like, oh, you know, he's a, he's, he knows the city, you know, he's welcome back open arms. He's a great locker room guy. No, he's fucking not. Did, do we not remember that he asked out and I get it that in yes, Paul, I do get it that Ryan McDonough pushed him out because Ryan McDonough wasn't a very good GM. What, you know, he looked at things that are very, very much, you know, with a bottom line type of mentality. He didn't know how to manage personalities, which is what James Jones is great at doing, which I love. Um, but everybody just wants to bring Gorn home. This isn't his fucking home. I'm sorry. Is this his place where he started his career? Absolutely. Did he have some great memories and times here? Yes. But Robert Sarver literally had to chase him into a parking garage and... Offer him a contract, and that's how he came back to the Suns. And then he decided well, actually, to. Man, hey, 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 hey don't, yeah. don't argue me. Don't, don't interrupt me. God damn it. You
1: just said, don't argue me?
2: That's awesome. I know. I was arguing with so me and interrupting
1: He was, me. So, was, he was, so, he was so, so on fire. Oh, no pun intended. That, uh, yeah, go on. Go on. I'm, I'm
2: just like, no thanks, man. And, and our buddy Espo was like, bring Goran home. This is not his home. This is not his home, period. Okay. If anything, Miami's more of his home than anything else. He had the one great run in the playoffs. He had that great season where we won 48 games. And then he got butthurt that we brought in a couple point guards and decided to ask out. Whether it was his fault, whether it was the organization's fault. It did not end well. Okay. If that's the point, then you might as if that's if that's where we're gonna we're gonna go, you might as well say bring Eric Bledsoe home, right? did the same shit probably available they did the same he did the same damn thing minus he did it on twitter and said i don't want to be here whereas Dragic just said i don't want to be here to the media and i don't trust the organization different you know two sides of the same coin Different size of the same coin. You know what I fucking
1: mean. Well, I mean, I guess I guess the question I would have to you is would you say that he was wrong in doing in, in, in any of the takes or anything he said about the organization? Because obviously there were problems, particularly back of, then.
2: Of, of course not. Of course not. There were problems, but I again I'll bring up Eric Butzo. Same thing. He was justified, right? It's but he he asked out and he didn't want to come back. And it was even brought up on the podcast that, oh, maybe we can bring him back on a buyout and he can just sit at the end of the bench if we get something. Else. No, no, why? I'm not doing that shit for him. Fuck no, dude. Like, and right now he's not playing for Toronto just because he doesn't want to play for them. That's bullshit too. Like, I'm not bringing that back into our locker room. I'm not. You know, I don't care. And I get, I don't, actually I don't get it because it pisses me off because. For some reason, this town is way too obsessed with nostalgia. Move on, man. He's not part of the so team. No, we got he, No, no, we don't. <laughs> we don't. You know what we have? I'm, the best team in the fucking NBA who's trying to win a championship. I don't need Goran Dragic at the end of my bench getting pissed off all of a sudden and complaining about playing time. I don't need that shit. And I'm, I'm, I'm good not, on that.
1: I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie right now.
0: I think Dan changed my mind. I think I'm sold. On Dan's side, just like can, Dra- can Dragic go back to Miami? Like, I know they traded him, but, like, isn't there – and I know there's, like, rules of, like, you can't, like, release and then re-sign, but I think there's, like, a window of time of between – because I know it was, like – I think it was Gary Payton who back in the day got traded from – was it Miami? Or wherever he got, he got traded to somewhere, they cut they cut him, and then he, like, literally re-signed back with
2: – I, I think they made the rule because of that
0: they sure. did they did but I think there's also a window of time. I think it's only you within the same lose.
1: season isn't it
0: is it within the whole same whole season something like okay, that yeah, I don't I don't know. know. I wasn't sure I thought it was like 30 60 days or like
1: something maybe like that. I, I I completely made up the whole season thing I so
2: just other than that 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 pod was great man I'm, I'm you know he's and I've told you guys this before i when I started listening to Sun's podcast I listened to all of them and now I listen to 2 but i actually am, i'm going to add this one to uh to my actually listen to 3 but i'm actually going to add this one to my list cuz i actually enjoyed that those guys are cool
0: well wow, look at that 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 is a ringing daniel,
2: endorsement i never, mean my
1: god one. that's about as that's about as five stars it gets out there that is a ringing endorsement indeed which also should tell buffalo trace how lucky
2: they are right daniel oh buffalo trace whiskey man fantastic let me tell you. If you like Kentucky straight bourbon, go follow my guys at Buffalo Trace. If you want a good bourbon that's really affordable, dude, go have some of that shit on the rocks. Very smooth, really nice, sweet taste to it. Fantastic. Highly recommend it.
1: You good All there? Right. That was fantastic. Like, I I could taste it. Cut the were Saying that.
2: Um, Listen, if right. they want to send me some free product, I, I'm all for it. But you got to talk to my lawyer. Cut the chat. Know, you know.
0: Money. All right, all right yeah, gentlemen. Good job. Good job working for him. Be one of those uh, Bev girls. What? Oh God. <laughs> what is?
1: Okay, Paul, you you did the rundown tonight. What else are we talking about?
0: I remember. Hmm? I, what else did I put in there? Oh, um, do we talk All Star?
1: We have not. It's weird. I feel okay. like we didn't talk. We didn't talk all star already. Like
2: no, I mean, it was right before they announced it. We we recorded the night before.
1: Uh, was that really?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: They, they that that sounds before. right. Yeah.
0: Okay. So go on. I just threw it out there. I mean, we have we have two <laughs> all stars. We have. With Devin Booker and we ha- and Chris Paul. Fine. You want
2: to cut this out and you can start over, Jesse? Because I mean, no, no. Can can we can we talk about how disgusting it is that the Warriors have three pl- players in the All-Star game when you only have two? Yeah, what yes. in the uh, – And then, uh, and then, are and then people are going to be like, like it's because it's Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, dude. doesn't make it that much better. That makes it worse. And second of the, all, the injury replacement was DeJounte Murray when it should have been Mikael Bridges because, hey, if we're not going to move the goalposts and Devin Booker got fucked for like three years – Hold that same energy for Johnsey Murray. Just yeah. saying, team's kind of trash. But
1: I mean the the, the, the All Star process itself, like we've discussed, is just it's it's garbage as it is. But you, you you would hope that when a lot of the power is taken out of the hands of the fans and 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 K pop Twitter followers or whatever the hell that was, right? <laughs> and and goes to people who are supposed to know what they're doing. That you would expect that better decisions be made. But then again, Scott Foster's still a referee, so we clearly see that decision making is not one of the NBA strong suits. Um but did I am I and and forgive me if I'm possibly just losing myself here, but that DeJounte Murray would be the Spurs only all-star, yes? Correct. Yes. I mean do you think that played into the decision? Because that would be an Adam Silver decision, if I'm not mistaken.
2: It would be, yes.
1: And and it but sounds sure kind
2: somebody of, tells him, hey, you know, I'm sure he gets input from some people.
1: Right, but I'm I, and this sounds kind of crazy to think at the NBA level, but at the same time, there's perhaps consideration of inclusion of markets in this. Mm.
2: Do you think that would have so come
1: into play in in his in his decision between the two?
2: No, because the Clippers also don't have a representative, and they're in L.A. So.
1: Yeah, but I mean, who would they have That's put? Their
2: representatives hurt. Are... I don't. I don't think. I don't think market has anything to do with it. Actually. I'm just saying.
1: It's... I'm just saying, not necessarily like market itself, but I'm just saying having an all star from a team that doesn't otherwise have a representative, as opposed to adding another all star to a team that already has two.
2: I I don't think that has anything to do with it, but, I mean, I guess you can look at it that way.
1: Paul, any thought on that?
2: Nope. I just.
0: Really?
1: Nope. Nothing?
2: <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it, is, <sighs> it is, man. I, I didn't expect it. I didn't expect it because of, you know, because that's just what we've come to expect for the Suns, right? Like we said. We said this last podcast. Recency bias is a motherfucker unless you're a Suns fan. Yeah. Or exactly. you're a Phoenix Suns. Because does it doesn't apply. apply to you. It does not apply to you. I mean, and Mikael Bridges is well worthy of being an all-star. Past week
1: now Paul has something after. to say. Well hold on. While Dan is talking, Paul decided yeah. he has something to say.
2: Go on. Go on now. You're saying if this if
0: this how are
1: you going get mad stretch? at me for pointing out you're de- interrupting somebody? I mean, come on,
2: man. <laughs> this past weekend, what happened, buddy?
0: Not this past <laughs> weekend. This past seven-game stretch. If that had happened after or before voting, I mean, Mikhail's been aver- averaged almost 21 points on yeah. 60% shooting, with almost six rounds and three six rebounds and three assists. I mean, you know, talking about recency bias there. I mean. Sometimes guys will make it in over somebody else because they're hot at
2: just the right time. Unless you're the Suns, because it does not apply to us. Um, well,
1: I mean, let's look at another another example of that is somebody who is noticeably missing from the three-point competition.
2: Oh, my who God. I think this pisses me off more. How the fuck is Cam Johnson not in the three-point contest but Carl Anthony Towns is? Yeah, what, what is that? Did they not want to pay for the extra... Plane ticket to fucking Cleveland? Is that what it was? Is, <laughs> Is it there, like this I, guy's I, already here, so we just put him in it? Nobody wants to see Carl Anthony Towns shoot. Nobody wants to see Carl Anthony shoot, shoot threes in 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 a fucking NBA game. <laughs> do that in
1: the fucking. I um, disagree. Oh, God, I I, I don't mind watching him shoot threes in NBA. I mean, I don't need
2: as a Suns game, as a <laughs> yeah, Suns game. Exactly. I don't, I don't
1: exactly, exactly.
2: It's frustrating, no, man.
1: No, it's 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 ridiculous, and I guess if we were to put more thought into this, we could have kind of looked up. I don't know. i would be interested to see what last time because isn't Cam what second in the NBA in three point shooting? Is that right?
2: Forty three percent. It went down today because I don't think he hit a single one. Yeah, and he yeah, shot and, like six of them.
1: And 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 the Suns won with him and Jay shooting like that. Let's think about that too. I mean, I think
2: did Jay finish with zero points? I think he did. Right? I think he did. Yeah, he did. right, Paul. Right? Because yeah. Paul said it was the line of the game.
1: Yeah, um, Zero
2: points, 14 rebounds. That's insane, but, dude.
1: But I, I, yeah, I, I I, have no idea how you overlook Cam Johnson. I, and what I was going to say is, I'd be interested to see last time somebody that was like that highly ranked in the three point shooting that actually qualified for it wasn't part of the three point competition. Um, and maybe actually free, happens frequently. I don't know. That's why I said I'd be interested. But Either way, you, you look at the guy, the way he's been playing, he's on the best team in the NBA. How do you how how does he not? I I I, I wonder. Is there any chance he got invited and said no? I would assume not, right? No, definitely not.
2: Actually, he made one three tonight. Jake Crowder, by the way, Paul was right. Jake Crowder has zero points, fourteen rebounds, four assists, two block, uh, two steals, and a block. Wow.
1: A way, Jay, it's my monster. boy. And what? He a defensive monster. I oh really yes, yeah, defensive monster,
2: absolutely. Ah, uh, it's so. What well, 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 we but... need in
0: a three-point contest is all the shitty shooters. Like, I want to see Russell Westbrook and
2: Rondo and. I I, uh, I don't I don't want to see that. <laughs> why? Why? Ben, so, Simmons, ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. You actually yeah. have to actually have to play in the NBA in order to be invited. So. Fair point. is automatically like. He got two player votes for All Star. Yeah, well, nobody's perfect. You
1: know who I wanted to to see as a Suns representative out there was JaVale McGee. But you know what I'd like to see him in? I saw I saw it float around Twitter the the skills competition. But I want to see him back in the slam dunk contest.
2: I, I hold on. He, he was in the slam yeah, dunk contest. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, years ago.
0: Yeah, years, back when oh he was on God. the Wizards. And and there's just
1: something about, like, JaVale that I feel like would be so absolutely perfect for the slam dunk contest. And I don't know if maybe I just didn't pay attention to him earlier in his career or whatever, but I, I, I remember him being always kind of like a dude that stood out a little bit, but not as much as, as I feel like he does now. And again, maybe it's because I'm just paying more attention to him, but in fa- as far as... You know his, his theatrics and all that kind of stuff, and the way the way his attitude is, it just feels like he'd be absolutely perfect for that. If if anything, a
2: showman, right? Any support yeah. there?
1: Wouldn't that be fun? Wouldn't Wouldn't that
2: have been? I cool? mean, I mean, in like a Chris Anderson type of way, like a Birdman type of way. Should, right. If, if he's gonna get ten attempts, like to like make a dunk, maybe.
1: And he'll do funny, goofy stuff while he's trying it. Dude, it'll be awesome. Yeah paul
2: he, paul's just he's uh,
0: dwight howard if dwight howard was actually funny
2: and had championships that,
1: that actually I,
2: I guess he I, does have i one. see
1: that i see that paul that actually makes sense dwight howard if if dwight howard were funny
2: hmm. okay
1: wait well, hey, should we talk about should we talk about any of these trades that went down because i yeah, feel like I that might be something of interest
2: talk about burying the lead fuck yeah it's been a busy like 45 minutes in huh (laughs) should i
1: should i should i cut this and drop it at the beginning we'll just be like pretend like pretend like you know paul hasn't already interrupted us 43 times this episode and just no
2: no because because this is perfectly how our podcast goes
1: that's fair
2: dude so so which trade do we want to talk about first let's talk about let's talk about some bonus to the kings first of all because Kangs are going to Kang, right? Because Jesus Christ, (laughs) so bad. Um, Second of all, can we talk about how our our boy Flex um, got kind of indicated today? Because, you know, people were like, Flex is an idiot. And, you know, slowly everybody was, like, picking up what he had said, I don't know, a week ago. Right. And then even Gambo, who we all know Gambo has sources, and he does his thing. Gambo named him on their show I don't know, 10 to 20 times the last two days saying how he has sources and they're legit. And he heard the same thing, but you know, people, you know, they, they like to get their insecurities in the way and they like to say, Oh, well, you know, we got to hold this guy to a certain standard if he's going to be a reporter. First of all, Flex has never claimed to be a reporter. He's got contacts. I've seen receipts. You guys have seen receipts. He knows people. He hears stuff. He's able to tell us what he can tell us. And guess what? He can't give you specifics, motherfuckers, because if he does, guess what? They stop telling him shit. That's how sources work. You moron. Facts. Second of all, I love all the guys that were walking it back today saying, well, you know, uh, if, you know, they do trade for some bonus, you know, I can see how it would be a good idea because of yes. And I'm like, Dude, you guys can go shit in your hand. Seriously.
1: Is that hold on? Is that is that a saying? Like, is that is that a, is that is that a phrase that people use, or did Dan just like create that? Because I feel like I've never heard that, but I loved it.
2: I that that might have been the bourbon talking. I'm not gonna lie.
0: Or the of vulture. No, the Michelob vulture is just water. How okay, dare you
1: continue? How dare so, you?
2: So let's dare talk
0: about
1: it's these fresh. people shitting in their hands. Go on.
2: Yeah, dude. So it's just it pisses me off because. Uh, <laughs> And it's funny because when I had the whole episode before I, I left Twitter, I had people – people were calling me Flex's puppet, which is kind of funny. Um, and, you know, good on you for, like, the creativity because I hadn't heard that one before. But uh, whatever. It is what it is. It just it, – you know, people went at him pretty hard. And, you know, people had their, you know, bullshit little – you know, had you had these douchebags who, you know, for some reason get – put on a pedestal for cracking open a beer and yet, you know, they, they can sit here and mock flex and put stuff out on Twitter and it's funny. And Oh my God, this guy's so funny when really flex was literally just putting out facts and, you know, get, look at this turned out to be true. Um, but also can we talk about how fucking relieved we are that, that the Suns did not trade for Demontae Sabonis. Oh,
1: thank God! Because
2: it probably <sighs> 100% would have included DeAndre Ayton, right? And it would have been, you know, Sean Marion for Shaq all over again.
1: Dude, I, I, that, 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 that idea when it started percolating, become, yeah, was something that made my, made my stomach churn. That was. Speaking of, of 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 the he's on fire podcast, where they brought up uh, Coach Evan had brought up say something good about positive about you know a <laughs> trade, and I was just that like was, that was uh, fun. I, I honestly I had nothing because I that 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 the concept of that trade honestly made me nauseous. Even putting aside. Moving D.A. first a bonus and and flip flopping those and the different types of players that they are and what have you just breaking up the continuity of the best team in the NBA in such a manner and such a disruptive manner. Such a big piece was just something that seemed the complete opposite of what the Suns are trying to do here. And that's win an NBA championship, I mean sure, you see teams make moves at deadlines and contenders make moves at deadlines, and maybe you guys can come up with something right off the top of your head. But I can't believe you didn't think about this, Justin, but I can't think of a time a legit contender or, or a team that won a championship made like a... ...at, at the deadline, and I, I I would imagine that that would certainly be considered a huge move, obviously. So can you think of any time? Yeah, it's just counter. Sean counter- Marion for Shaq, and worked. Excuse me.
2: Oh, and worked. I'm sorry. I, I was yeah. gonna say, I'm like, My I bad. don't think it was
0: exactly at the deadline. But it Was like James Harden to the Nets, no, but again,
2: that didn't work. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that was like. So. I think that was like what first month of the season, though. Like it was pretty early. Was not so. that early? Because like yeah, it were- was it was super early.
1: You want You want to hear something wild, Paul? And I say this to Paul because this has to do with our college conference. So I have on on TV right now the Santa Clara versus St. Mary's game. And Santa Clara beat them. And it's their first win against a ranked opponent since 2004. Although it was November, so it's after we were already gone. But still, that's a long-ass time. At 2004,
2: any rate, I was a sophomore in high school.
1: What were we just talking about?
2: Really, um, guys, big, big All
0: trades guys? that like shook up a team. And James Harden, yes. was oh, in yes. Nets on January 14th, so it
2: wasn't, it was oh, yeah, uh, late it was start. In, a month before the trade deadline. No, because remember, it was a late start, too. So it was like, oh, you're right, you're right, you're right, it was a late start, it was right. like a month Every, in,
1: but either way, I mean, regardless Ish. of you, whether you kind of put it at the trade deadline, or early in this, whatever, you, you don't see huge moves happen like that in season and pan out at least again none none, none that we can think of collectively here right off the top of our heads was so how
0: all to the Lakers was that did they win that year or did they not win till the next year? But
2: that one did work out. No that one that one definitely worked out. Yeah it worked it, out I don't I don't think it was that season though.
1: Well let's let's say if you have to look back that far then God, right because like, that was
2: what that was what 2010?
1: I, I don't know i don't know nope. i love how nobody appears to be making a move to look it up either we really just don't care that much do we i don't, I, I don't a think we should so okay so dan and i were both very relieved by a sabonis trade not happening at least not one to the to the Suns. paul what about you
0: yeah i same i was definitely relieved i mean i'm I'm a big fan of DA. So, I mean, from a personal perspective, not wanting to lose a player that I root for, um, you know, we've been riding the DA bandwagon over here on Fang, the flames since before he was drafted, you know, we God carried that right. torch for a while. Unlike a lot of the other pods that were out on that hill. <laughs> and, you know, just as he's starting to truly come into his own, I mean, I know he's coming back from injury. So that the immediate, What he's showing in games hasn't been the greatest, but, you know, this past season he's been coming into his own and just losing him for Sabonis. I mean, I can see what Sabonis brings to the team, but at the same time, I think he he takes away more than what he brings. And it would be – and just like you you guys were saying, the chemistry issue is, like, you know, we've got such a solid chemistry on this team to rock – to shake that up. And when we already have a small, we know we have a small window with Chris, at any point, Chris Paul's it's going to end. It's going to be, you know, he's going to fall off in some way, shape or form. Probably possibly not. I mean, he could tb 12 it and go till he's 44, but
2: you know, love that.
0: Yeah. But to shake it up like that, it's just, you only have so many opportunities and this is one that, the suns really need to take advantage of. And I, that's more of a future move than it is a, this season move. And that's why I hated it. Yeah. yeah
2: and look,
1: it, it didn't seem like a James Jones type move either. Right. Right. But you gotta, you gotta kick the, the tires.
2: tires. Yeah. You do. And I will say this, I do appreciate the suns looking at every possible Avenue to bring that ring in. Um, I mean, I know, I've had, we've had conversations before. I mean, these were like years ago, a couple years ago before he was even an MVP candidate. But I'm like, I've, I've had this conversation about you guys with Joel Embiid. Like, would you trade DA in a package for Joel Embiid? If it was Joel Embiid, obviously everybody would say, yes, do yes. it. Cause I mean, that would be, you know, if something that obvious, absolutely. You know, and, and you look at trades that, you know, uh, would probably help you win a ring this year but would mortgage the future i would certainly do so but i don't think sabonis moves the needle that much um right i think he moves it backwards and and you know i i've gotten i went back and forth with, with flex because me and him talked it out because we were like let's look at the pros let's look at the cons and you know he made some good points for sabonis and i would counter with da and you know i made some good points about da and he would counter with sabonis and you know then you know you know, to be fair, he didn't want to trade him either. We just kind of needed to talk it out, and by the end of our conversation, we were both like, "Yeah, we ain't trading da." Um, and I was—I mean, my 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 birthday was fairly recently, and actually, it was on my birthday that he, we had this conversation, and I had just gotten. At- oh
0: no, Dan froze, and Paul's
2: <laughs> still here. What is I don't happening?
1: Have- Oh, there he
2: is. I don't have this. Re- I don't have this receipt. So. Oh, he even. Um, yeah, I didn't know, but I heard you say it. So. <laughs> that point was completely pointless. But anyway, you know, I don't. don't no, I feel like it,
1: me, suddenly I feel like we should have had flex on this episode. We really didn't think this one through, did we? <laughs> um,
2: I I asked him, but he had he has some stuff going on, so I he can come on. Um, was but at I, the end of the day, I was I
1: was, I was I was a maybe. You guys are already looking to replace me. Damn. There
2: was. You no know, if any pricey. of us didn't kick off, this is me. True. Actually, it's me. I'm not, I don't, I don't get paid, True. Bro. I don't
1: have a contract. Free, free know? labor. I could yeah. have all of the, I could have all the cents. Dollars. Actually, I
0: think, actually, think what it would mean is I think, uh, SB Nation would take my, my cents back. You get your minimum. Shh. No, you're still, you're still, the checks just, oh. they just change the address.
2: I'll, I'll say this, man, is I, I'm glad they're not trading D.A., um, but we had the same conversation last year. Do you guys remember when John Bloom went on Vince and Murata, uh, uh, Bickley and Murata and he absolutely owned Dan Bickley because Dan Bickley was like, we got to make a trade. And yeah. then he tried to say that Phoenix wasn't a sports town and Bloomer just ripped him in half.
1: Oh, on Bickley um,
2: said that? Right.
1: You sure, it wasn't another radio host that said that.
2: Oh no, it was Bickley because so because Bickley, he's he thinks oh. he's still in he's Bickley's he's he still in Chicago. Of it. I remember, he, I don't know, for some reason, he thinks he's responsible for those bull's years. he thinks he's part of those for some reason. But anyway, um, I'll say this there was a friend people, of the show, Blonde-
1: John Bloom, by the way. Please, bloomer, love bloomer,
2: also yes. a very fond admirer of Buffalo Trace, by the way,
1: indeed, he is
2: also angels envy bloomer. We got to get that bottle of angels angels envy and, you know, crack it open, um, on a podcaster, just, you know, at a bar and just hang out. But anyway, um, people were in my, literally people DM me last year and said, Hey, would you trade Deandre Aiden for Vucevic and Aaron Gordon? And I'm like, absolutely fucking not Jordan Belfort voice. um, but it, we were having this conversation last season too, right? Whether it was that, whether it was Miles Turner, and and Bickley was like a big one. Oh, you got to make, you know, you got to get better. You know, DeAndre he might not might not be the guy. And then what happened? We got to the playoffs, and he fucking dominated. Right. He fucking He's dominated. So can we stop? Can we please stop?
1: Right. No, we can can't. We, stop we never will.
2: Can we stop worrying about it? game? Won't stop. Can we stop worrying about a game against Detroit in fucking January? Probably not, but, you know, one could, one you know, one could dream.
1: So how about this? Let me ask you guys this question. So the Suns have not made a move yet. We are less than, as we record, less than two days away from the trade deadline, less than 48 hours. 36 hours who's, to be who's, exact. who's your number one target right now for the Suns if you had your pick of the litter and what's your ideal trade for that particular individual? I feel like I know what Dan's answer is going to be already. So I'll start with you, Paul.
0: I don't want to trade anybody. I want to work off the waiver wire.
1: Okay. Thank I you. For... I think
0: that's our best move. I think that's our best way.
1: So, okay, then let's go to the player. waiver wire. Who who Who's your... Who do you think is going to be available on the waiver wire that you would like the Suns to target?
0: I mean, the name's been out there forever. Thad Young. I think he's going to get released if he doesn't get traded before then.
2: <coughs> maybe he does get traded. But maybe Killer.
1: Dan said you're copping out of the question, which is not a, a, an unfair observation. If we're being but it's fair. but
2: cop out, but also true. You know, so I guess sorry, Paul.
1: If if Paul, I were to twist your arm and say you had to pick a trade target for the Suns, who would you pick with me twisting your arm?
0: I don't know because you put this on okay. the spot. Dan, Dan knows Dan, who he wants to trade for. Dan, I, go on, Dan.
1: Let's go to you, Dan.
2: Um, I I mean, you, like you said, you already know. I I Eric Gordon needs to be on the scene, man. He's right there. He's right there. I don't give a fuck what his salary is next season. We're talking about this year. You have a very small window to win a championship, right? Chris Paul, he's no spring chicken. Unfortunately, like you said, he could do the TB12 thing, but that's probably not going to happen. He's played with Eric Gordon before. and has been very successful. Landry Shamit, I'm sorry, is just not, he's not the guy, man. He is so frustrating. I feel like he's in his own head. I feel like he's been in his own head for the last two years. And it's just, it's very frustrating. Um, I don't want to see Alfred Payton playing any minutes in the playoffs. And to be honest, the campaign before he got hurt wasn't playing all that well either. So he's there for you. You have a package. You have Dario. Sorry, Dario. Love you. But, you know, good luck to you. Dario. (laughs) Sticks. You know, throw in Nader, throw in, you know, whatever salary filler you need. Would would you trade a first-round pick for Eric Yes, fuck yes. Give them a first-round pick. I don't need the 30th pick in the draft, okay? I'm good on that. I'm good on that. And these fucking fucking nerds on Twitter that spend half their life for free researching the draft picks and then cry when the Suns don't pick their player, yeah, I'm talking to you. We don't need a first-round pick, all right? We don't need a first round pick. Do you remember? You remember when we traded two seconds to get rid of Josh Jackson and people lost their shit? Lost their asset,
1: minds.
2: Asset management mismanagement. Zach Lowe, this Bill Simmons, the Suns should be relegated. How you know what? I would I, two two second round picks to fix the culture? Well worth it, man. Right. Worth every fucking penny. I would do it again. DeAnthony Melton I hardly knew you. Good <laughs> luck. Guess hardly. what? I don't care, dude. All these guys, all these draft nerds on Twitter, on Sun Twitter, losing their fucking minds because they do all this work when nobody asked them to for free and then get upset because they're hoping to, I don't know, get a job sometime, you know, in a front office or with a media outlet. Dude, stop. Guess what? James Jones doesn't give a fuck either. So, yes, I am trading a pick that can be anywhere from 25 and up in the first round that's a crapshoot for Eric Gordon if it's bringing me a championship. No, not even if it's bringing me a championship. I'm trading it because guess what? It guess helps what? get a championship. It helps get a championship, dude. It does. It makes the team better. Does it make the team better? Absolutely. Guess what? And that it would pick- open
0: up a roster spot for when Thad Young is,
2: you know, bought sure. out, and then we can get him, get him too. Yes. I like it. Uh, yeah, so I, I was going to get to that too, but you interrupted me. Uh, <laughs> so, so, yes, trade the pick, man, because guess what? That player ain't fucking playing on the Suns next season anyway. This team is too deep, all right? There's not enough minutes. So, yes, I'm trading a first-round pick. I would trade two first-round picks for Eric Gordon. Um, Paul, you,
1: so... You're on board head,
2: with
1: this, and then you can sign that young as well. And you can sign <laughs> that young. Too. I'll
2: be on the move is.
0: If there is, well, no I mean, move.
1: what are your thoughts? What, what, what are your thoughts on Eric Gordon specifically? I mean, would you want him on the team?
0: I mean, I'd love to have him on the team. Yeah. I mean, as a player, I think he fit in very, very well. My, my biggest concern is what that means down the line, it is you know. What does that mean for re-signing Cam Johnson? What does that mean for re-signing DA? What does it mean for X, Y, and Z? But again, championship window now. I get it. Go for it. Because sure. here,
1: Here's the thing, and I, I want to bring up this tidbit because you, you bring up what it means for the future, uh, a, a possible Eric Gordon move. So next year, his salary is guaranteed. Mm. And then the year after... His salary is guaranteed if his team wins the championship in 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 in, in any of his years. Okay. So
2: if we He's... get
1: him for the purpose we're getting him for, we're getting two more guaranteed years of Eric Gordon as well.
0: Right. That's a that's an interesting what a contract. I heard that clause.
1: <laughs> right. right? And there are minute there well and, and there are also minutes requirements, but they're not like outlandish minutes requirements or even difficult ones. They're mostly just if you play any part in a role on this team um, for any in any capacity for for a, a small window of time, you'll be fine. So, yeah, that that that's that's an interesting wrinkle to the contract when you consider things that the Suns do have to. Certainly taken into consideration like re-signing Cam or extending Cam
2: Johnson, et cetera. So, so what you're saying is if worse comes to worse and he don't win a championship this season, he's an expiring contract next year. Right. Unless they win the championship next year, too.
0: Right. Does, does it get double guaranteed if we win back-to-back championships?
2: Or maybe
1: does it get non guaranteed again? Yes, it gets a, it's like a double double jeopardy,
0: double
2: it's revert. A, it's like I I don't think like, you girl. understand how Jeopardy works. Look, look, um, look man, I'll, I'll say this: um, you guys went through the Barkley years. I went through the seven seconds or less Nash years. I especially after hearing the Simmons podcast with Nash, I'm so pissed off they didn't trade for KG or, or uh, Kevin Garnett KG. Mm-hmm. When they could have, we'd probably have a championship already, and it sucks. You do everything by every means necessary to bring a fucking championship to Phoenix, okay? I don't care what the Twitter nerds say. Man, we saw it last year, right? Remember when they traded the, the pick for Shamit and, like, Suns <laughs> draft Twitter lost their shit and we're, like, so <laughs> upset? And I I think I even said, like, oh, my God, like, all these nerds did all this work for nothing, <laughs> <laughs> and, they're, and they're not, and they're not getting paid, which is even worse. It's just, look, man, just get it done. Get it. Th- these draft picks don't mean shit. These draft picks meant something when the Suns were winning 19 games. Okay, they're no longer doing that. If you want to protect it, top three, top five. Okay but if you, I don't give a shit, man. I want a
1: championship draft picks, draft picks are, are completely irrelevant to me as far as I'm concerned right now. Like give one, two, 20, whatever. Um, and the, and the, and the contract thing, look, I, we we've been through heartbreak with the Barkley era heartbreak with the seven seconds or less era. We've we've been in like that weird purgatory where he kept winning like 55 games a year and we've been through a decade of shit. If a move is going to have some sort of negative impact on the future, but brings me, us, the city, the team, a championship this year. Let's let let's let future everybody worry about that. Let's let's enjoy the right now. And you know what? I'm going to say one thing, too, because I brought this up on on the he's on fire pod a buddy of mine texted me the other day and asked is if it's weird that he wants to kind of like fast forward through the rest of the season to get to the playoffs, to get to what really matters. And I, I, I said, yes. And I said yes the other night. And you know what? I take that back because the last two games watching, it's one of those things where it's like, you don't really realize, you don't think about it. You know, I, I use this, I'll use this as an example. I lived in San Diego for four years, where Paul and I went to college, right? My senior year, I lived on Mission Beach. I lived just on Whoa. the other side of Mission Boulevard.
2: Okay, That's kind of awesome. It I was. not
1: boring. know that. It was it amazing.
2: Boring. I did but not know my, that. down the street. I wish my I knew sec- you guys back then.
1: My second semester.
2: I was also probably four years old, but continue.
1: My second semester. There was a point where I was driving down Mission Boulevard, and I like looked over to the right, and I was driving south, and I saw the ocean, and I was like, you know what? I haven't been to the beach in about three weeks, and I, I realized what a travesty that was. So I t- took it upon myself to make sure every day until I left San Diego, I at least went out to the beach and spent a little bit of time there. And I use that as an analogy to how I kind of had this realization with this team. We're watching all these games, and this great basketball is just becoming second nature to us. We're used to seeing it, right? The norm. The norm. And you almost forget how great it is to see that, how special it is to see that. And I think that, that, that thought process of fast-forwarding the season made me realize, especially, again, after watching these last two games— Nah, let's enjoy this ride because this is fantastic. Watching book hold a pose after a free throw for 5 seconds at the end five of minutes. the game as we're closing it out, 25 minutes is 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 fun to see. Watching this team perform in crunch time is beyond fun to see. It's like watching poetry in motion, man. And why fast forward past that? Nah. Let's enjoy
2: th- that actually uh that, that that cuts deep. I'm not gonna lie. That actually goes into something that we uh, get good,
1: bro. we get good an hour and ten minutes in, boys. Right?
0: Yeah, we do. We get deep. But I feel like that's goes- like the sweet spot.
1: Yeah, maybe yeah. we should start recording. Yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> that actually goes <laughs> to um both um when uh Monty that speech monty gave after they had won the game that kind of secured him being the coach of the western conference in the All- or team lebron in the all-star game and then um also similarly on the most recent uh, old man in the three pod where uh jj redick and uh interviewed uh chris paul they're talking about celebrating all the milestones throughout the season, to like, small like, victories, the small victories, like whether it's somebody getting into the all-star game, somebody having like, like, I think they get, um, I think Chris Paul was saying that he gave the game ball to Ish Wainwright, the game he won or not. He won, but he scored he his first, point, first NBA point. Like those little things help make the, it's cause it's a whole, it's a journey. It's a whole story. And if you are just thinking about the end, it, it, you lose a lot of, you know, what got you to that point. And so I think it, it kind of goes in line with what you were just saying of like, enjoy, enjoy this time right now and enjoy what, all that stuff that comes along with it.
1: Yeah. And that's one of those things too, that that's clearly a mantra of the team because the, what you were saying that Chris Paul said, um, you know, on that pod is is the exact same thing that he said at that Will Bond book CP uh thing and uh I mean great it's obviously working because this team is sitting there at 44 and 10 and the last three teams that started their NBA seasons 44 and 10 did what gentlemen
2: they won the championship they won the chip
1: and I think that's a good sentiment to finish this episode of fanning the flames on don't you guys
2: yes uh yeah yeah uh, uh, but I will add, please enjoy the ride because we know what the alternative is. And it's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's 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 shit. It's ten feet of mud, and then it's thirty feet of dog shit. So enjoy it, because <sighs> is that like we the went, end of Shawshank? I've never seen Shawshank. I'm just kidding. I've seen it. I haven't seen it in a long time, though. Um, It's just enjoy the ride, man, because we know the we, we know what the other. The grass is not greener on the other side. We've seen that there is no grass. There's like, again, like I said, there's just dog and horse shit, pig shit. Pick your pick your fucking poison, dude. We went through those 10 years and it sucked. So enjoy it while we can. I was guilty of it last season, and I'm 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 glad I've learned how to just enjoy it this season. I've enjoyed how to not take these losses so hard this season as I did last season, and just have you my gotten hands over it and, right, like, and just going, Fuck. No, no, because <laughs> that will never, that will never be, I uh, will never get over that, and, uh, until damn. we win, right? Until we win, right.
1: Now, can we wrap up this episode of Fanning the Flames?
0: (laughs) Yeah, sorry. No, no, it's it's my turn for a soliloquy. Yes, we do.
1: (laughs) Thank you for listening, and depending on when you're listening, (laughs) have yourself a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening.
0: I still love you, Dave King.
2: Later, people. (laughs)